I'm Michael Malley, and this is Michael the Storyteller Tells Tales. One time, there was an old man who lived at the top of a hill with his grandson. And he and the boy were the caretakers of the rice field for the people who lived at the bottom of the hill. And it so happened that the village at the bottom of the hill was right along the shore of the ocean. And the rice field belonged to the entire community. The old man was the caretaker of the rice field, but the men, the women, even the children would come up and assist in the care of the rice crop, whatever they could, because that crop would be shared by all. And every day, the old man would awaken early in his small cottage. He would step outside and he would walk through the rice field before dawn. And then he would go and stand at the edge of the hill and look out past the village, across to the horizon and the ocean. He would stand there waiting waiting each day for the sun, watching it rise, rising like a, like a great orange ball coming up out of the water. Each day he stood and watched this. And then he would go on with his work perhaps stopping once the sun had risen and taking a look at the many huts and cottages in the village below along the shoreline before he began his day's work. But one day, things were quite, quite different. The old man arose at his usual time before dawn he stepped out of his little cottage, walked in the pre-dawn darkness through the rice field, and he stood there at the edge of the hill, waiting for the sun. His eyes widened at what he saw. He stood there, almost in shock for a moment, but then... He ran quickly back to the hut and he called to his grandson and he said, Grandson, grandson, wake up, wake up immediately. What is it, grandfather? Grandson, take that brand, light it in the fire and come outside, follow me. Yes, grandfather. The old man rushed out the door. The boy awoke, he 
took the brand as his grandfather had instructed. He lit it in the fire and he stepped outside and a strange sight met his eyes. For the old man also had a lighted brand in his hand and he was already in the rice field, but the old man was setting fire to the rice crop. The boy paused at the edge of the field. He said, Grandfather, why? What, What are you doing? Please, Grandfather, you're destroying our crop. There is no time. There is no time, grandson. Just do as I do. And again, he set fire to more of the rice. Grandfather, we've worked so hard. You've worked harder than any of the others. Grandfather, please, you're destroying the crop. Just do as I do. Just do as I tell you. The boy, he thought for a moment his grandfather was aging. He was older and perhaps his mind was beginning to slip. Perhaps he was confused, but he knew he must obey. With tears streaming down his cheeks, the boy, he too, began to set fire to the rice crop. (laughs) Grandfather, why? Why are we doing this? Down below the hill, in the village, the people were beginning to awaken. Someone (laughs) smelled smoke. They stepped outside their cottage. They looked up the hill. They could see black smoke rising from the rice field. The crop is on fire. Something is wrong. We must go up and help the old man. The crop is on fire. Words soon spread from house to house, from cottage to cottage. We must go up the hill. The crop, the rice crop is being destroyed. We must put out the fire. We must help the old man. And so they all came running, running up the hill. The men, the women, even the children running up. They all came running, running up to help put out the fire. But when they arrived, they saw that it was the old man himself who was setting fire to the crop. What's wrong with him? Someone stop him. He must have gone mad. But one little girl, she looked toward the horizon And then she pulled on her father's pant leg and she said, Papa, Papa, look. And she pointed toward the sea. The father, feeling the pull of his daughter on his pant leg, he did look. Everyone looked. Everyone saw. There was a wall of water rising from the bottom of the ocean floor, higher and higher, coming toward them, and then it fell in front of them. And then came another And then another. The people looked down. Their village was gone. It was buried under the ocean waves. They could already see bits of furniture, pieces of their homes floating about in the swirl. And then They looked side to side as they stood there on the hilltop near the burning rice field and they saw 
their neighbors. They saw their friends. They beheld their parents. And the elders looked and they saw their children. Everyone. Everyone, every last man, woman, and child was up on the hill. And then they began to understand, they began to piece together what the old man had done. He had set fire to the rice crop. Because there was no time. There was no time to send a messenger down the hill, to send the boy down the hill to warn the people of the tidal wave that was coming. He had set fire to the crop, hoping, hoping, hoping against hope that the people would see it and that they would come. And they came. And they were saved. In course of time, the rice field was restored. And the village was rebuilt. And the people lived in their homes and cottages in that space once more. And up on the hill, the old man still lived with his grandson. And as before, he was the caretaker of the rice field for the community. He was the master caretaker of the rice field. But he was also known now as the man who had saved every man, every woman, every child. He was also known now as the hero of his people. And that's an old folk tale from the people of Japan. Domo arigato. Tells tales. <laughs>